Hey, this is Desiree. And this is Rachel, and you're listening to Diagnose with Children. Seriously, though, how do you feel about the topic? Yeah. You ever thought I, about it? I mean, sometimes. I think it just gets frustrating when people just clump you as a mom. Okay, so this is our topic for today. Hi, everyone. Welcome, everybody. We're going to talk about being a girl. It sucks. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, so we were talking, and we were talking about the podcast, and I got... Let's cut it. Rachel got pissed off. I didn't get pissed off. Okay, no. I just got She just got riled up. up. And when Rachel gets riled up, she gets a little bass in her voice, and she starts getting buck. So I wasn't, like, angry either. Like, I wasn't mad at him. I just said I didn't want to be lumped into this podcast where it was just like, oh, you're just a mom podcast. Because I wanted to be open to be able to reach other people, not just moms. Because I love my boys. I do. I I told Ben all the time, like, I'm the worst feminist in the world because (laughs) (laughs) I'm very much old-fashioned in the way that I do things. I wish I could have the same, like, fired up like points because i was just naming them off when i was talking to him but so how did it come up i don't know no we were talking about the podcast that's what came up and i said i didn't want to get stagnant with only ever talking about mom Mom topics unless they went in depth to more than just being a mom being a parent's fine i mean that's a big part of who we are obviously it's a big part of the podcast is being a parent right but But we're more than just just parents And we can talk about more than that. We're a spouse. We're a sister. We're a niece. We're badass bitches. That too. (laughs) Boss bitches. Hey. So, but anyways, we started to talk about that. And I said that there's so much more to that. And I feel like when you have a baby too, especially is when it triggers, I think for the first time where you have this baby and it becomes the sole thing that you ever do. And you always get categorized as being a mom. You kind of lose your sexy a little bit. You lose yourself because you're trying to figure it out. <laughs> so basically, though, we were talking about, like, I went on a rant. And it wasn't bad. It just was I didn't want to be lumped into it because... I'm not just a mom. Yeah, but it has to be explaining what you are. The big part for me was that I feel like when you have a baby, you lose your sexuality is a big part of it. And your femininity and the part that makes you womanly. Because you just become, like... Mom. You just wipe ass. Yeah. And you're covered in puke. And... You just forget that little bit. And then when you get older, I, I touched on menopause a little bit. So, so that also got you fired up. It didn't get me fired up. I just, I voiced my opinion about menopause and what I thought part of it was. Okay. First of all, what, <clears throat> what do you think about the people that you know that have hit menopause? What was it like? Whether it was, well, your mom hasn't hit menopause yet, has she? She's yeah, pretty, she has. She has? Mm-hmm. So what was it like for her? Did she lose her shit? I mean, a little bit. I Any mean, more than she already did. I know. I was gonna say, mom, sorry, you're we always losing you. your shit. But no, I mean, I all I re, like all I can think of is like her getting like super hot. So she or had cold. basic stuff. Yeah. Um, I think at one point though, she did say she was like more emotional on things that before she didn't really think about that triggered her. Yeah. Um. So she had normal, like, hormone fluctuating mm-hmm. menopause. Right. So menopause obviously has to do with hormones, which is going to affect things. But I actually talked to my mom a little bit about it because I touched on it and said that I felt like some of what was wrong with menopause wasn't just the hormones. Like, that's just, like, basic physical things and, yes, some mental symptoms. But it was a lot of things like 
not only are you losing your hormones, but you're also um, having to deal with the fact that now you can't have children anymore, which is a big part of what makes you womanly. So losing your period, as much as they're annoying, it brings on your womanly feelings or the feeling of being a woman is when you get your period. Mm -hmm. And so then you start eliminating that. You know you can't have children. Then things start to sag a little bit more. Things don't sit the way they did. You have a few more gray hairs. So not only are you dealing with the fact that your hormones are dipping, you're also dealing with the physical changes at the same time and feeling less desirable. I think people forget that women are sexual beings and we're supposed to be much more than Especially just... Especially right after having babies. Exactly. I feel like that's when it kicks off and then it gets worse as you hit menopause. Like, no wonder you lose your shit. Because mm -hmm. everything is literally changing. And then you no longer feel like you're this attractive thing anymore. So that was the kind of what started it was just talking about like, yeah, we're a mom podcast, but there's so much more to being a mom but or a female than just that. I was very much female empowerment. You know, and now and now that you say that, I feel like um, everybody that didn't know that we were starting a podcast, right? And mm -hmm. like you just kind of we just kind of like started dropping yep. stuff. You know, of course you get the what? Do you have yeah. a podcast and you didn't tell me and blah 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 blah. I think um when people ask me, I just say, you know, right now it's mom based. Yep. Um but it's not we touch on topics for everyone. Mm -hmm. It's not just mom stuff. No, and there's so much more in the arsenal, too, that's not mom-based. But I think that the reality is we're moms. Right. So, like, that's what we talk about. Uh, and where the name came from, well, diagnosed is because I suffer from chronic illness or rare illnesses. And that started it as a platform to be able to get our names out there. And to be able to start bringing awareness to some of those organizations that work with the different illnesses that are tied to me. But then when it just gets lumped into, it's just another, I heard it's just another mom podcast or right. whatever. And I don't want to be just another mom podcast. You know, we're so much more than that. Agreed. I definitely talked about, I, I don't know what got me fired. Maybe it was a book. I was listening to audiobooks, mm -hmm. And there was different women with different standards in there. And they had different feelings about themselves. And I just got on this topic of thinking one of the things we definitely lose as we get older that all these characters always have in these books is very much like empowerment in their physical features or they find it or they find a, um, a male character or whatever who amps them up. And then I started thinking about the fact that that's one of the key things that I feel like you lose when you have kids. I don't know if you struggled with it when it goes back to that kind of stuff, but as I get older and the more kids I have, it's not hard to grasp, but sometimes I feel it slipping away that like, desirableness or that like do you ever remember like feeling like, yourself yeah like do you ever like you put on a pair of pants and you got yourself ready to go out and it wasn't ever to like snag anybody but that feeling that you got when you went out was like on the prowl because <laughs> you knew you look good right uh now i don't really have any reason to do that granted so i started this and i did this before especially when i was like sicker is i would make like make myself get up and put on makeup or do my hair or I would well I one of the big things I've done is obviously I have half a shaved head yeah um I shaved it for other reasons I shaved it because I was having trouble being able to keep my not keep my hair looking nice but I could always do one or the other I couldn't physically stand long enough without getting tired or hold my arms up long enough to do my super thick hair mm -hmm. and so I would often just like 
wash it and it would go in a bun and that was it. And then I would some days do makeup, some days not. So to push myself, I decided, okay, I can handle makeup, but I really can't do my hair. So I need to figure out a way to wear my hair without having to do it. No straightening, no nothing. So then I, I shaved half the head <laughs> to make it thinner so that I could braid it overnight and then it would just be wavy and I could rock it for a couple of days without having to do my hair again. So then I only ever had to worry about like doing makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big reason why I did that. I mean, how did you feel after having baby? Like how do you shit? feel now? I think I'm finally starting to get like... Your sexy back? Not even my sexy back, but just like comfortable in like jeans and like... Yeah, that takes a while. Yeah. just They don't fit the same. There's a lot going on. I just... You know how they say, like, oh, you you know, sometimes you form into the mom body. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is that? Tell me. What is it? Honestly, I think the mom bod is probably more attractive than not because I your agree. hips widen and your boobs fill out. Even if you don't, like, think that they fill out, they do. I mean, I have small boobs, but they're still fuller than they were before. There are different. It's like just a different context that happens. I feel like my ass got big <laughs> and stayed big. My boobs uh, got more saggy, but that's But that's cool. still part of it. Yeah. And it's not necessarily unattractive. It just depends on the scenario. I think you might be used to them sitting higher, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if they ever just sat high. They're just, they're just there. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't weigh in on that. Like I said, uh, that's a little weird. It's not but... a topic for me, but itty bitty titty committee over here. <laughs> Party of one. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. I always, I guess I pictured it differently. I, I thought by now and, and you know, maybe that is setting myself up for failure because mm-hmm. by now, AB is almost one. Mm-hmm. And I thought by now I would be like snatched. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could have told you that didn't happen. <laughs> the only thing I'm snatching is fucking Doritos. <laughs> Anyway, um, no, but, you know, I just thought I would look a little bit differently. Just like you used to. Yes. Yeah, it never happens. And so (laughs) I'm like, dang. So now I'm trying to embrace that. And I do. I do like the way I look in jeans now. You've always embraced your body really well, I feel like. I try. But it is. It's not the same. It's not like when we go up and get dressed out, Mm -hmm. it's not like ooh, I'm the shit. We're going to go hit the town. It's okay. I actually feel good about myself and we're just going to go rock it. Right. Or we're, you know, we're going to go have fun. But yeah. I did not struggle. Well, okay. So after the first one, I struggled. But I was young. Mm -hmm. I was like 22. So I struggled to figure out myself at that point a little bit. And that was a whole other ball game. Baby number two well, that was when hashtag keto <laughs> came in. But I was taking control of it for a whole different reason. Ended up losing weight and becoming a lot thinner in a different body image. Then I got pregnant again. And then this time, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm being tested. Hashtag not keto. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm being tested now. Now my body's like, oh no, bitch. <laughs> but I've always like, I've always started pregnancies at the same weight. I've always dropped the weight the same way. This time, my body was like, mm, nah, we're going to throw a curveball in there. <laughs> You're going to lose shit. You're just going to stay that way. So that threw me off big time. Um, 
I've had a hard time. Well, not a hard time feeling myself, but a, a little bit more than I did before, for sure. I feel like I always have these big dreams of like, all right, it's going to get colder outside and I'm just going to work through the winter and get super skinny. Never happens. I don't want to be super skinny. I don't. And not, not even skinny, just like healthier. Right. I always have more like, comfortable in yeah. your. But then I do nothing about it. I'm all talk. You have talked multiple times about how much you're going to do. We talked about CrossFit one time, and you're like, yeah, we should do it. And then you're like, yeah, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I was like, "Uh, okay, that ended quickly. (laughs) That went great. I do think it's almost a really good test, though, to figure out how you love yourself. you got to find your sexy at this shape. But maybe it's – but I think it's, like, in my mindset, I know I can do it, right, even though I'm all talk. But do you want to? Right. Not really. I'm That's not okay. giving yourself, and I'm not giving myself the time that I should. That's I just the self about, care thing. So there. I just talked about this in therapy today, and we talked about having guilt, guilt for saying no, guilt for you should just be able to say no and not feel like I feel guilty all the fucking same. time. Yep. So that's what she said. She said the guilt is weighing real a lot on you. Like it's weighing on you a lot. And I was like. Simple things that people just say no to every day and go on about their day. You think about or you overanalyze. Yeah. Like, how can I work my schedule so I can fit this in? You can't. That's not normal. So, um, but yeah, she, (laughs) (laughs) it's not normal. But, um, but she, she asked, what do you, uh, what self care do you do for yourself? Cricket. Cricket. I'm like, well, (laughs) <laughs> what did I say? I said, well, to start it off, I've uh, postponed my massage for three months now. So that's how I'm going with that. <laughs> but I mean, no, it's just not it's not even like big things like that. It's just even if I had that 30 minutes a day, which I do. But you don't use that 30 minutes to take care of yourself. Right. I don't do it either. See? It's exactly that's a. I feel like that's a mom trait in general, especially well, a stay at home mom one. You just have to do it. But I almost feel like you need your spouse to almost be in your corner to push you to do it. Otherwise, you won't. Like, Ben's in my corner when I'll say, like, oh, I should get my hair done. I'll make the appointment, and then I kind of tiptoe around saying it. And he's like, okay, no, there's no questions asked ever. It's just, okay, go do it. Or if I'm like, I need I need to go do something. And he usually just says, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> T's the same way, too. But I still, like, even when I, like, even when I leave to record, there's mm-hmm. always that guilt. Which... She brought up today, she said, I love, even though we always joke and say, oh, my God, we need you. The house is burning down, whatever, you know, like, but she's like, I look forward to Thursdays and Fridays because one, I work from home and two, I get to spend that one on one time that Mm -hmm. you get all the time with AB. And it's good for her to see how the house runs or how to run it when you're not there. Get her own groove. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, but I still, even like my un. Because your head tells you you're supposed to be somewhere else. Right. And that's what we were talking about, even when it came back to talking about uh, the whole mom thing and the desirable thing is all of that's gone. And all you're ever thinking about is your responsibilities as a parent. Mm-hmm. We touched on it briefly when we talked about getting friends, which actually was a clip that we've released uh, was about having friends. But that's really what it is. How many friends do you have that you just go out with and do? OK, but let me clarify. So there are friends that have kids and there are friends that do not have kids. Right. I feel like once you have them, sometimes you, at least me, like to spend time with people who already have kids. Yeah. Only because they tend to be on the same page. Like, 
I don't need to go and get hammed all the time and be out until two o'clock in the morning. But like, I'm good for a solid, you know, eight to 10, <laughs> eight to 11 drinks and dinner or something like that. Or even it doesn't have to be that, but that's still a nightlife. I feel like I don't need to go out at two o'clock in the afternoon and, right. you know, go do something for an hour because my husband can watch the children like he's babysitting. That like is so cringy to me. I can't. <laughs> I can't even. You had to babysit the kids. You what? (laughs) They're your kids. (laughs) He doesn't, I mean, he doesn't say that, but it's just like we put that pressure on it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, do you have those? Do you have that group of friends that you... I feel like I have a, for me, I feel like I have a good mixture. A lot of my friends do have kids, um, but I have a lot of friends that don't have kids and they only have like their kids that are pets. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I have a lot of sober friends. I have yeah. a lot of friends who are still in college. They're still in school life. They're Dang. still I mean, yeah, I mean I do. I have a I have a good that's You're what I will so say. Popular. I mean <laughs> shut up. I can't stand you. Okay, I do sound like I have a lot of friends, guys, You're but so cool. <laughs> you can't sit with us. I know. <laughs> You're actually wearing pink today. You can't sit with us. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, if I if I really think about like all the people that I interact with, there it is. It's a it's a mixture. It's a great mixture, and yeah. But yeah, you do always have you you have your turn up friends. Mm-hmm. You have your friends with kids. You have your hang out every day friends. Do you ever like see those? It's like movies and stories where it's always like in the movies or the stories. It's one girl who has like her and her four friends. And everyone's a little bit different in mm-hmm. the story. And that's like their group of people. I almost feel like it's important to have that if you can have it. Where like, it's one group of people, but everyone's different. Like Bad Moms? Yeah. Like the movie Bad Moms. Kind of like that. Where they get together and everyone can meet up even through their busy lives. And they somehow click, even though they're very, very different people. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like that's the it. end goal to it. get is that kind of group of friends. Because yeah. it's okay to have one or two. And I'm not saying it has to be a large group, but... You know, find four of you that put in the effort to get together and each one is a little bit different, but you all cover common ground. Like, I don't have that kind of group. I did when I was younger. I don't really have it now because everyone is too bent out of shape being a mom. I mean, aren't we bent out of shape? I mean, maybe. Are we? I don't know if I'm bent out of shape. But the thing is, is I guess maybe there are a lot of other people who are like, I want a mom that can be ratchet with me <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> There's a group called Bad Moms of Minnesota or something but like that. But then I wonder if I'm bad enough for that. Because <laughs> 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 then I wonder, like, is that me? the criteria? <laughs> I have seen, like, the, um, it's like uh, the moms of Walmart or something like that on TikTok. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, honestly, it's it's honestly just a group of moms, I think, that are trying to, like, shove shamers and they just do the best they can and Mm -hmm. everything which is all fine but i look at it and i'm like this is the kind of mom i am i cuss like a sailor uh but i'm fairly strict i have rules not like it's not like nazi germany or anything but like i got rules and i have expectations and my kids have responsibilities and i focus on education to a certain extent but i also find a balance and then being friends they put effort into sports when they make commitments i make them follow through like they have social life on paper i'm more of a cookie cutter mom betty crocker if you will as i made cookies today but uh in appearance and attitude sliders too (laughs) in appearance and attitude i'm more of a bad mom so i need to find that blend of people 
So on the surface, we look like we're not responsible adults. <laughs> totally responsible. But deep down, we're responsible. Well, I can't spell that. Responsible? <laughs> R-E-S-sponsible. <laughs> I don't know. It's been, it's been weighing on me a lot lately because it's like, uh, I feel like as I get older, I'm trying to figure out my place a little bit, but I'm also trying to, like, I'm trying to age with grace. I say it like we're old and no, we're not, but like, we're not getting younger. Let's just put it that way. So I feel like you're not, (laughs) I feel like I'm trying to figure out how to age gracefully and happily. My kids are a portion of my life and not, not your everything, because at some point they're going to be like, peace out. Right. So I need more than that. I don't want to lose myself in the process. And I feel like we can sit here and deny it until we're blue in the face and be like, oh, no, that'll never happen. I'll be fine. We're fine. Like my husband and I, we just have this good groove. Our kids are everything. But I guarantee when they walk out that door, there are fucking crickets because you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying not to be that. Okay. You're just, just trying to be a better you. Oh, my gosh. Don't sound like a motivational video over here. Seriously, though, that's what's been weighing on me, though, today, I think. Or the last few days was about getting your, I mean, I say getting your sexy back, like, and it's not just, like, physically, but that, too. You got to feel it on the inside. Yeah. When's the last time you bought a trashy pair of underwear and sported it for your wife? And I don't know if you ever did that before, but. No, not really. I mean, I have cute underwear. Don't get me wrong. But, like, do you ever try to spice it up, or are you like, I'm too fucking tired, and I'm sick because I wiped butt all day? Yeah. So I don't want to do this. Yeah, that's actually it. So a realization that I had this week um, was that she always gets, like, we always have uh, jokes, like, you know, oh, you have no heart, or you're cold-hearted, yeah. or, you know, you're stone cold, or, yeah. you know, whatever, like, I rule with an iron Steve fist. Austin. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but what I've noticed is, is that she actually is only getting a fraction of me when she comes home yep. from work. Um, and that's because I'm cashed out where maybe she's looking for, Hey hun, how was your day? Yeah. Let me give you a hug and kiss, blah, blah, blah. Instead she gets, uh, here's Hi. AB. I gotta go. Like, no, are you yeah. know, like, I just need a break or I just need a minute to myself. And I think. I really do get lost in that. And so I'm trying to be more mindful of that. I was going to say, do you take a minute or is a minute a lot longer and you never check back in? Yeah, that's, that's a I big mean, part that, of it. Yep. So that in just losing that connection or that, you know, communication part. So I realize that a lot because I'm always like, you know, I mean, obviously we're human, so we get defensive. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, you always say that I'm cold hearted or this and that. But then it's like, okay, I have to take a step back and look outside of like yep. the outside looking in. And I'm like, well, that's really all she gets when she comes home. And that gets tiring after a while. If I were like, if the shoes were on yeah. the other foot, how would you handle to, it? Exactly. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel loved. You know, like, blah, blah, blah. so that was my kind of realization. This so, week. in a way, when we talked about losing yourself, you have in fact lost yourself. 100%. You just did it in a different way. Mm-hmm. It wasn't necessarily just a physical thing for you, whereas mine was more. Like physical and appearance, yours is personality. Yeah. Who are you now? Yep. And you might not seem like it. you're like, oh, I know who I am, but you don't. I mean, now you have to be this person to your kid, but still a lover and a friend and everything else to your wife. Yeah. It's a challenge. 
That's a, it that takes was a realization time. this week. I think you have to do something for yourself. Yeah. You have to do stuff for yourself. Even if it's like a half an hour, take a bath or take an uninterrupted shower or set yourself a bedtime. I really think working out would work for me. Do you want to start working started. out? I know. I just need to do it. I'll do it. Okay. Let's do you want to do it, it together? Yeah. I mean, I made you do this and I That's set you a true. schedule. Like so if you maybe we it, need accountability for each other. She did say, she said, yo, if anybody can get you to do anything, it's Rachel. Cause she's got <laughs> your ass in chat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> be sure to check out our website at www.diagnosedwithchildren.com. You can check us out on Facebook at diagnosed with children or follow us on Instagram at diagnosed underscore with underscore children. Bye.